2: afternoon. This is the law. It's your legal light. It's your help law. I'm Samson Ladian, and this afternoon, we will take you through some education on the role of the attorney general in prosecutions. This has become necessary, and you sure know why. The attorney general has just called for the docket in respect of um, Cecilia Dapa, the former minister's theft case. In the court, the attorney general has rendered an advice. Many people are unhappy about, and suggesting that the attorney general is seeking to do something untoward to protect the former minister. We will be asking, what has the attorney general done wrong? Has he overstepped his functions? We write back. (gunshot) you <gunshot> you're welcome back this is the law it is your legal light it is your health law and we're discussing the attorney general's role in prosecutions and i'm excited to introduce you our guest this afternoon nick pakosamua ado of ado 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 legal attorneys has uh, over a decade practicing as a lawyer and spent quite a considerable time in the Attorney General's Department, and so will bring us very good education. Nii, nee, thank you so very much for making time to join us. Thank you, too. Right. Uh, obviously, he's not new to this platform. Also joining us, and joining us via Zoom, is Julius Opoku uh who is with Opoku EJ & Co. Uh, Julius, thank you so very much. Right. Here in the studio again is Albert Jemfi of Total Legal Services. You remember him so well, the teacher who has been very helpful in making the law so easy to appreciate. When he took on a number of matters on this platform, and me is also a law teacher, so. Two teachers, uh, two people in the classroom and also in practice helping us with this discussion this afternoon. Albert, thank you for making time to join us. You're welcome. Great. So now we begin straight away with the subject of our discussion. And as you know, in due course, we will open the phone lines for you to join us. I'm starting with you, Albert. What is the legal or constitutional basis of the Attorney General's function as a prosecutor.
3: Okay, so um, under the Constitution, there are some few positions which are mentioned. One of them is the Attorney General. So the Attorney General is um, created under Article 88 of the Constitution, and under Article 88, The only requirement mentioned is that the Attorney General must be a Minister of State. So you have to be a Minister first before you qualify for appointment as the Attorney General. And as such, most governments or successive governments have created a Ministry of Justice. So whoever occupies the position of Minister of Justice also doubles as the Attorney General, even though there is no straight constitutional requirement that that should be the case. Now, under the same Article 88, when it comes to prosecution, the Attorney General is is supposed to be the initiator mm. and the conductor of all criminal prosecutions in Ghana. So the, the person with the duty to prosecute cases, all criminal cases in Ghana, is Attorney General. And as most people would know, criminal cases is the Republic versus the accused person. Right. The complainant is only a witness for the prosecution. That is why in three mm. criminal cases are referred to as Abayamaniye. Mm-hmm. You have a case against... The state so the the attorney general that starts instead of the state to prosecute all criminal cases for the state so that is the role of the attorney general he starts the case he prosecutes and he finishes for and on behalf of the state
2: thank you very much now let's go to the man who has been in that uh, place for quite a while (laughs) what does the attorney general actually do beyond the broad you know, constitutional Article 88 uh, provisions that, you know, Abbott has sought to explain to us.
4: Okay, so um, the Article 88 um, uh, 3 and 4, you know, broad talk about the uh, functions of the Attorney General when it comes to the issue of criminal prosecution. Now, um, 88 three deals with the fact that the Attorney General is the initiator, so the point is, he the power to prosecute is in the um power, is in the office of the attorney general, and 88.4 then also allows him to delegate that power to any office or anyone that he deems fit and necessary. Because there are certain offices that, for example, tax related offenses, officers of the GRA can be empowered by the. Attorney General to prosecute. Yoko, mm. for example, deals with economic and organised crime. They have prosecutors there who will be dealing with. Because i that the work of the Attorney General will be will be practically. So, so what you're
2: saying? What you're saying is that Attorney General gives its
4: powers of course, by or we call a mandates them. Okay. Who, normally the 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 practical processes that you train the officials who are being I mean, designated to deal with those uh, offences. ECG, for example, uh, offences dealing with. Um, Electricity and um, you know uh, use of illegal use of uh, electricity. I mean, SNET, SNET, for example. So you have so all those offices are certain specialized offices who are allowed to prosecute in the name of the attorney general. general. But when you come to the office of the attorney general, we have divisions. Right. So we have the Department of Prosecutions. That's the and we have who we call the director of public prosecutions. She is in charge of all prosecutions by the what we call state attorneys. Mm -hmm. So these are lawyers employed by the state under the Legal Service Act. And their role is to assist the attorney general to prosecute uh, criminal offenses. So they are like the civil service arm of the attorney general's department. And it is led technically by the solicitor general. So If you look at the act, the act, the head of the um, Legal legal service is the solicitor General. That's and so, in the absence of the Attorney General, so normally during the transitional periods, mm-hmm. when there's like one government moving on to the next, the Solicitor General actually acts as the Attorney General until a substantive Attorney General is that appointed. Right? That's the practical mm-hmm. nature of our way. But when it comes to prosecutions, it is the Director of Public Prosecutions. So, under the Attorney General's department, we have the Civil Division, which is headed by the Solicitor General, mm-hmm. and we have the Director of Public Prosecutions heading the Prosecutions Division. In every region, the unique thing about Accra is that for Accra, the Director of Public Prosecutions um, deals with only criminal cases. And then the Civil Division of the Attorney General deals with the civil um, assets. Because the, all cases against the state also are against the Attorney General. Hmm. Okay, But in the other regions, the, the Chief State Attorney is the head of the attorney general's office in the region and he deals with both civil and criminal mm-hmm. it is only in accra where we have the director of public prosecutions mm-hmm. who deals with both the civil and the uh, criminal uh, issues right now the director of public prosecutions and the state attorneys do a variety of things when it comes to the uh, uh, world of um, criminal prosecution so for example with mttu advice any case dealing with death So it involves death you would have to bring the docket to the attorney general's office for advice okay so you mean the police the police yes so the police let me quickly mention the police as well up to a certain rank normally an inspector Mm -hmm. is allowed to prosecute what we call minor offenses generally and those happen in the in the district court and in the circuit court These days, because we have some police officers being lawyers Mm -hmm. who are trained, in some instances, the lawyers who are police officers can come to the High Court to deal with matters to do with um, ex party applications, for example, Mm -hmm. normally. But in the High Court, it is reserved mainly for the state attorneys to initiate prosecutions in the High Court. It's rare that I've seen a police officer who is even a lawyer initiating a criminal process in the High Court. It is, it is rare. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: Right. And he uh, just referred to the Legal Service Act 1993 and says that it creates a legal service um, a department, so to speak. And that service is headed by the Solicitor General. The Act in Section 3 says the Solicitor General is the administrative head. Of the service I'm just confirming what he has said and he says the Solicitor General Shah in the absence of both the Attorney General and Deputy Attorneys General perform the functions of the Attorney General so you remember the explanation he gave when there is a change in power and at a certain period there's a certain law that actually is not a lull in the um, Attorney General's department subject to the directions given by the Attorney General uh, the Solicitor General is to supervise and coordinate the work of the divisions of the Attorney General's Department and members of the service and perform any functions assigned by the Attorney General. Yes, uh, uh, what will you say preliminary about what needs to be said about the role of the Attorney General in prosecutions?
5: Um, as my colleagues have already indicated, the Attorney General is responsible for every prosecution in this country. Um, everybody prosecutes at the behest of the Attorney General, whether it's uh, the State Attorneys, the Police, um, SNET as has been mentioned, and now the OS. Everybody is—I mean—who prosecutes has the right uh, is given the mandate by the Attorney General. To do so um preliminarily that's what i, I will say mm. Mm. and also remind us that in this country we don't have civilian uh, um, prosecution so no, nobody can prosecute the matter unless the attorney general sanctions it
2: right albert did the attorney general do anything wrong in calling for a docket that the police was handling in the circuit court in respect of the Republic versus patients Boche, Sarah j Benjamin Soa, Kweku Boche, and Malik Dauda. We call it the Cecilia Dapa case. And then police submitted the docket. They reviewed the docket, gave advice, told the police what they needed to change, what they need to add, uh, extra investigations that they need to do, among others, and they say to avoid duplicity in the charges.
3: All right, let me, let me say, that, just as my, my colleagues also stated, the role of prosecution or the person in charge of prosecution in Ghana is Attorney General. Under EI-5, the Attorney General under the Act which is the Criminal and Under Offensive Procedure Act, mm. can give powers or can delegate some of his functions to some people. And one of them is, the, is a police officer not below the rank of a sergeant. Mm. Now, a police officer not below the rank of a sergeant can prosecute cases. In the circuit court and in the district court. So, the, even though the, the EI says summarily, of course, every case is in the district court and the circuit court are to be tried summarily. Mm. So, so far as the person is not below the rank of a sergeant, they already have the authority of the attorney general to engage in prosecution. But once already indicated that the person in charge of the prosecution is the attorney general, he also exercises some form of supervisory role over these public prosecutors. And as such, the Attorney General has the power to recall a case docket, and some cases which are to be to be prosecuted by these public attorneys are to be submitted to the Attorney General for advice. Now, the Attorney General collects these dockets together with the statement, with the the charges, together with all the evidence. He reviews it, and he has the right to prefer charges. Now, this is not the first time people are raising a lot of issues concerning um, the Attorney General. Coming in, or to put it, interfering with prosecution by the police. Mm-hmm. We all remember the case of Grigoria Fuku, where at the later end of prosecution, just as when the judge was about to deliver a judgment, the AG entered an only prosecutor mm-hmm. and decided to start the trial all over again. There were issues raised about it, and uh, Mafisa of Blessed Memory in the Supreme Court stated that the discretion to prosecute or not is with Attorney General. The discretion to prefer which charges. And which charges not to prefer is with the Attorney General. So, despite the investigations that the police will carry out, and despite the preliminary charges police will prefer against an accused person, the final say is with the Attorney General. And the Attorney General will usually do so in the form of an advice.
1: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?
0: Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And
3: the police have to go in accordance with the advice given by the Attorney General. They cannot go contrary to it. So I don't see anything wrong in the police preferring an advice. On the, the AG, preferring, AG advice. Yes, preferring advice to the police on how to just should I say carry out that prosecution. And I've heard the advice, and in my view, I don't see anything wrong with we'll that. Go, we'll
2: get to the substance of the advice shortly. Um, as he spoke, he was referring to AG has gone to file nolle prosequi and so on. Just to use that for you to help us explain in the functions, in the exercise of the functions of the Attorney General. in prosecutions what are some of the powers that it
4: exercises okay so the, the attorney general also in as part of preparing a, a docket for trial can direct the investigative agency so yoko can bring a docket to the attorney general for the attorney General to prosecute the, the police will bring national security bring dockets to the attorney general any agency empowered to do investigations in this country, Mm. ultimately will bring its docket to the Attorney General for advice. Now, in giving that advice, the Attorney General exercises the right to send the docket back for further directions. Mm. Because at the end of the day, it is the Attorney General that will have to carry that docket to court to prosecute. And you don't want a docket that is full of potholes. Mm. Or a docket that has so many questions around it that defense lawyers good as something will we'll have the opportunity to enter the 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 the, the fray and the, and make a mockery out of the of the attorney general's office so before the attorney general will ultimately prefer charges the attorney general must be satisfied that the case that has been prepared by the police by way of investigation that's where people must understand that it is the duty of the agencies of states that have been empowered to investigate to build what we call a docket it is for the attorney general to supervise the process in such a way that ultimately when it comes before the, the attorney general and he prefers the charges the charges at least can lead to what we call a prima facie case okay. in other jurisdictions like the u.s. the district attorney or the attorney is actually involved in the investigations from the web go okay from the start to the end mm-hmm. in our country we've followed the British model we've divided the two so the um, investigation. investigation is carried out by the, uh, police. the police. They bring the docket, the attorney general will review the docket. He would give his advice if he feels that there are necessary additions, further questions to be asked, further things to be done. Because it is the burden of the prosecution mm-hmm. in any criminal trial mm-hmm. to ensure that it produces evidence beyond a reasonable doubt. That's mm-hmm. the standard, it's a very heavy burden. Mm-hmm. So, the power to prosecute, and I like the case he cited. In that case, the court also pointed out by um uh, no, by Pua, Pua Mang, yes. that the power to prosecute is a discretionary power. The the decision to either prosecute or not to prosecute is subject to the requirements of Article two ninety six. It is not an open fettered Um, An absolute power. So what is article 296? 296 talks about the use of discretionary power. Mm -hmm. It must be candid. It must be it must not be arbitrary. It must be in accordance with due process. It must not be capricious. So there are standards Mm -hmm. and any public officer that exercises those discretionary powers is fettered under that. And so in doing so or in exercising the power to either Terminate a prosecution. That's one of the powers of the attorney general right. in a lonely prosecutor. That mm-hmm. the republic is not interested mm-hmm. in proceeding with the prosecution based on certain considerations. We have there's a guide on public pros- on prosecutions that is supposed to guide a public prosecutor as to how to do its prosecutions. And are a number of considerations can be national security, can be public interest, can be a number of things. Maybe the <laughs> The
0: best time to get a great deal on a Jeep SUV is now, during the Summer of Jeep event. Visit Jeep.com or your local Jeep brand dealer to find the perfect Jeep SUV for you. Hurry in and make this the Summer of Jeep. Right now, during the Summer of Jeep, purchase and get 10%
5: below MSRP on the 2023 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4 or Renegade Latitude 4x4. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. Contact dealer for details. Residency restrictions
0: apply. Take retail delivery by 731-23. Jeep is a registered trademark.
5: This is an
4: infant, maybe there's not a cooperative witness, so if you remember the case of KKD, the the fundamental witness, the person who, the victim, decided that she wasn't going to cooperate. Mm -hmm. The power to subpoena was there, but it makes your work, (laughs) you know, very difficult. Mm -hmm. So, there are a number of considerations why the Attorney General may decide to terminate a prosecution, or why the Attorney General may decide to continue with the prosecution. In directing the police to go back and do further investigations, what we all must ask ourselves is whether that advice or that the, the exercise of that discretion mm. is being guided by the considerations under Article 296. And so, yes, people may have issues. People may have questions. And you see, the reason why there are some questions in respect of this particular matter yeah. also arise because the case has traveled other realms. If I listen to my brother um Magic uh, Webby yesterday, he makes us understand that an aspect of the case has actually gone to court mm-hmm. and has come back. The, the attorney general is also a political person. And so there must always be public interest, especially from CSOs and from all of us, as to whether the office and the power that is embedded in the office is being used for the ultimate public good. Mm-hmm. And so if you hear people asking questions mm-hmm. about the advice and the further directions to the police. Are we the ultimate question that people want to understand is that in exercising the or asking the police to go back and do the further follow ups that they are doing, are they being directed to ultimately ensure that the complaint that has been brought before the the, 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 the police. police and the work that is being done by the office of the special prosecutor? Is being done to complement that work, or is the investigation being used to obfuscate mm. or to divert attention or right. to make it difficult mm. for the office of the special prosecutor to also be able to do his work? So, yeah. we need to examine all those things and so, be sure that ultimately it is the interest of the citizen that is being right. So, now protected. let's
2: let's comment getting into the detail of the adv- advice and whether or not it is um, it is the best it is not the best from where they sit if the Attorney General is doing something wrong or right. So um, what do you say uh, from what you have read of the advice that the Attorney General has given? First of all let's help educate the public. Do you see what the Attorney General is doing here as an interference and seeking to as it were interfere with what the special prosecutor is doing it doesn't look like there's any attempt to do any such
5: thing is there no 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 not at all um years ago after school i did my national service in the attorney general's office and i was in the prosecution's division oh great so (laughs) i've had um occasion to give advice such as uh, we see the Attorney General doing in this matter. Okay. Um, the public seems to have taken a very keen interest in the political or the politician involved mm-hmm. and so are very uncomfortable when the other aspects of this whole matter is being looked at and the suspicion that um, the Attorney General may want to, as um, said, obfuscate the, 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 the whole matter. But um, the Attorney General is very right. Look, there there are huge sums involved here. Um, Whether the uh, whether Madam C. Stiladapar came by these monies properly or not, Uh, there's a case of stealing which must be investigated.
2: That's right.
5: She she, she complained that she's lost money. That must be dealt with. The Attorney General, from my understanding, is not looking into the corruption-related matters. The OSP is dealing with that. And so far, from what I see from the advice, the Attorney General is on the right track. Advising the police to do certain further investigations, mm. to take certain statements, and to clarify certain things. There are charges which have been lumped together, which may, may fail in the prosecution because of the way the charges have been framed. They've been advised to separate them. Um, this is exactly what the, the Attorney General's office is set up to do. I mean, if, if, I mean I'm not saying the police are not competent. But if the Attorney General's office had sufficient lawyers to do the prosec- all prosecutions, mm-hmm. I'm sure this matter would not have gone to court mm-hmm. in the manner in which it has been presented until now. Mm-hmm. So the Attorney General is certainly on the right track.
2: Right. Um, so I'm, I'm coming back to Albert. And Albert, the Attorney General, among others, is asking the police to do further investigations and to bring in this, they say. Quote, we note that you are investigating the acquisition of various properties by the first and second accused persons. That is those who have been charged for stealing the money belonging to Cecilia Dapa. And it says, which investigations border on money laundering? The advice rendered above implies that you should broaden the investigations on money laundering and other financial crimes to cover the complaints to cover the complainants in order to establish the matters raised above. This is in light of the huge volumes of cash reported by the complainants to have been stolen from their home. So if you follow the process so far, part of the stolen money has been used to buy property. Cash, 70,000 US dollars, has been used to buy property by A young lady who is only a house help and is not reasonably expected to hold that amount of money. The people who sold the property to her and so on now may have to come in to answer questions about money laundering. Somebody reads this and says, ah, but the special prosecutor is doing these things. Does the special prosecutor's law allow it to do money laundering?
3: All right, so um, if, if you look at the, the law um, establishing the Office of the Special Prosecutor, right. it is mainly established to investigate public corruption. So if an individual decides to engage in money laundering, which is also a crime, it is not a public corruption, and that will not call in the Office of the OSP. However, the advice given... For the complainant source of worth to be investigated, in my view, is, is in the right direction. Okay. You make a complaint that I have eight hundred thousand dollars at home, I have two hundred thousand dollars at home, they were separated into two, but the police decided to lump them together. That's right. I have three hundred thousand euros at home and these persons are stolen them. But we look at the properties they have acquired, their net worth. We gather all properties that they have acquired, movable properties subsequent to that, mm-hmm. and it's not even equivalent to about two hundred thousand dollars. Obviously. No public prosecutor would take such a case to court because you cannot prove it. Mm-hmm. One thing about stealing is that if you are to secure a conviction for stealing, you are supposed to prove that there has been a dishonest appropriation. The person must have something, and that thing should have been stolen. Mm-hmm. So if the complainer never had a thing, you cannot successfully prosecute a person for stealing something that did not exist. So did they really have $800,000, $200,000, and 300,000 euros yes. at home? Because if they did not have it, then those persons cannot be charged with stealing. That is the first one. So the first, the advice given, whether those monies were in the home is critical. Mm-hmm. Number two, the fact that you're a complainant does not mean that you cannot also be investigated. In my view, if you have such colossal sums of money mm-hmm. at home, no matter the source, I will not go into where she acquired it, mm. but no matter the source, it's a subject of question. Why is this money in your home? And if the police should also conduct the investigation, and it turns out that that is also an avenue for money laundering, mm. they can also charge the complainants in a different doc, on a different docket mm-hmm. for money laundering. So if the, poli- the, the attorney general has looked at it, and he feels that, no, there are various persons who can also be brought into the fray. You mentioned those who sold the property, mm. $70,000 house to a young person, Without, excuse me to say, any meaningful source of employment, without you knowing where the money was obtained. You could be charged for a victim of money laundering. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, I think if, like my, my, my senior said, if the attorney general is to take this case up, you're going to have so many counts involving mm-hmm. so many other people. So, the call for further investigation is in the right direction. People should not forget. So, as
2: you said, potentially the 10 counts may end up being more than 10 counts, and,
3: and the accused persons may mm-hmm. end up being, being more. Mm -hmm. So I I think people should also understand that the Attorney General is not an investigative body. Yes, they are supposed to assess, but your body is responsible for investigation. Mm -hmm. But after the investigations have been done, the Attorney General that will take the case of it to court. So if he feels that he will call further evidence in prosecuting this case, it is in the right direction. And I think the Attorney General should be commended Mm -hmm. for he instructing the investigative body to carry out other investigation to establish the guilt or otherwise of the accused person, and where he felt that some persons are not supposed to be charged in this case, the father mm-hmm. of the first accused yes. person is not supposed to be charged because mm-hmm. he feels 10,000 Ghana cities from my daughter to me after all these years of work is money that cannot be classified as dishonestly receiving. So the charges should be dropped. I think it's in the right direction, like my brother said. He wouldn't want a defense lawyer to
2: mm-hmm. ridicule him, um, right? But. So, in respect of the, the girl's father, this is what they are telling. he says there is not enough evidence to show that the fourth accused, father of the first accused, knew that the money his daughter gave him was stolen. Even though the first accused, that's the daughter, claims in one of her statements that she gave her father 50,000 Ghana CDs. She explained in another statement that she initially gave him ten thousand and asked one Asibi to give him an additional four thousand. She later uh, she later got to know from her father that Asibi gave the money to him. The fourth accused, that is the household's father. Explained that he knew his daughter was working in a but had no idea the complainant who the complainants were. <clears throat> he received ten thousand from her daughter and it, not knowing that the money was stolen. This explanation appears reasonable and makes the evidence on record insufficient to sustain a charge of dishonestly receiving against him. We'll be right back. This is the law. It's your legal light. It is your help law. And here, on the law, we make sure that we're giving you the best of legal education. As I indicated, and as we always do, we're we'll opening the phone lines at the right time. But I need to caution ahead of it. On this show, it's a legal clinic, and we seek to give you pure legal education, platinum legal education. I know this issue has a lot to do with some politics. But when you come in, take off the politics. Here we are simply turning uh, a classroom to educate you. Now, so Nia, I come to you on what the Attorney General advised as far as the fourth person who has been charged is concerned. The fourth person is Patience Butcher's father. Patience Butcher is the house help. She had alleged that she had given fifty thousand to her father. So the police put it in their charge sheets right. and the brief facts explain it. But they say that when you read Patience Butcher's own statement, she says she gave the father ten thousand, and then asked one ACB to give him four thousand. Later, found out ACB didn't actually give the money. She also blew it. <laughs> right, thief man, thief, thief man. The another thief that thief man. Now Attorney General says on the basis of this, you can't put the father. In this case, and charge him with fifty thousand. That's good advice, go isn't ba- it?
4: Go back and do your work right. properly. so that's, that's, that's actually the rule of the Attorney General to ensure that. And if you look, a lot of people are missing something in their advice.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: In my time at the AG's Department, the police have a limit on which they can prosecute. That's right. That's a very important mm-hmm. uh, this thing, and it is done because of some of these problems that are associated because of the technical lack of knowledge in the law. They, they And not to say the police prosecutors don't do a fantastic job. They actually, my ideal is that every single district will have an attorney general's office. Mm-hmm. You understand? That should be the ideal. And something that I have been urging the current attorney general to roll out, that perhaps over the next 10 or 15 years, we should have a situation where every district of Ghana should have an attorney general's office and that's one of the reasons why we should open up legal education because you see if you have the attorney general's office in every district will, you will have a lawyer review every case. the every case mm-hmm. and it will also help to take down some of the human rights issues that you and I have to deal with in court all the time mm-hmm. but back to the specific subject matter that you talked about so the attorney general's office in giving these advice gives the advice with the eye for a proper prosecution other than that fundamentally the charges you have preferred should actually be thrown out immediately they are put before in judge because they are not only defective they are fundamentally defective they are what we call elements of a crime
3: Mm.
4: every crime generally has an act to do with it and has the mental intent behind it our law is clear on the definition of what is an offense. That nothing is an offense unless it is written in law and the punishment prescribed for it. The elements of an offense, so if you look at our criminal code, every offense has what we call the offense creating section and the offense definition section. Each offense is defined. And so when you are preferring a charge against an individual, you must be careful that the act that you said the person the the prohibited act that is in the law is also matched by what we call the prohibited intent except it is an offense that can stand on its own based on the fact that of the act itself without anything more and so the attorney general in this instance has the responsibility to direct the police to review their docket and to ensure that when they take this matter forward to court. It will be properly right. done. And right. then also they reminded the police mm-hmm. that there's a directive from the Attorney General's office as to a specific amount. So there's a ceiling that has been given the public uh, the police prosecutors right. as to what they can prosecute. Mm-hmm. Because the the more colossal the amount. The 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 fact that the Attorney General wants to ensure that proper investigations have been carried out. Not to say that those that are prosecuted by the uh, police are not done with proper investigations but right. when the amount is that colossal and you imagine that these amounts for example are state funds imagine yeah. imagine that the amounts involved are state funds mm. if the police misstep, the state will lose everything mm. Mm. so that is why there's a ceiling as to what they can prosecute and the, i'm happy the court the attorney general's advice Reminded them that this docket should have been to the Attorney General in the first place. That's right. Because of the amounts involved, mm-hmm. and there's a limit to what you can do. So I'm happy the Attorney General reiterated that. And now that it is the Attorney General's department, in coordination with the Office of the Special Prosecutor, and that is what I keep emphasizing: that all these agencies are, are created to complement each other. And maybe we'll get to the other side of the latter part of the issue about how they can complement each other, whether one is stepping into the uh, shoes of the other. But until, in terms of a purely technical um, overview of what has happened or audit of what has happened, everything that the Attorney General is directing is within the mandate of the Attorney General's office to so do. Okay. When we come to the other optics about it and the, and the role of the two offices, maybe we can answer that also as well. Right. So... Um is, is instructive that in
2: this small piece that I read out, the Attorney General says, so as a matter of fact, what was given to the man, the father of the household, is 10,000 Ghana CDs. And that is reasonable. That It doesn't matter what work the, the, the daughter does, 10,000 it's reasonable to, for her to be able to make and give it to the father. And the father didn't know that it was stolen money. So, Ni mentions, there must be the menstrual. There must be the mind that knows that this is wrong and goes to do the wrong, which is also a crime. So, it's good advice, isn't
5: it? It's very good advice. Very good advice. Um, as Ni mentioned... Every offense has its ingredients. If you are charging the lady's father with receiving stolen property, mm-hmm. he must reasonably know it is stolen property. Yeah. If she she gives him 500,000 CDs, half a million Ghana CDs, then he must necessarily ask, where did you get it from? How did you come by it? If you don't ask that questions. Then it can be assumed that you yourself know the source so you don't want to inquire. Knowing what the person does, knowing the job. I mean, even if you don't know her, her, her actual occupation, you know she works for some people. You know the position that she holds. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like um, money running through your bank accounts. For some people, they, the millions of Ghana cities runs through their accounts on a weekly basis. It doesn't raise any eyebrows, but if you are somebody who receives 5,000 CDs a month in your account, and suddenly a 100,000 CDs drops in it, the, the, the financial intelligence people ask you questions. Where did this money come from? Because it is unusual. So for 10,000 CDs, I think Attorney General was right that this shouldn't be about somebody if she's working hard enough to save that and give to her father.
2: Father said he also didn't know uh, that this was stolen money.
5: Yes, he, 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 I mean, he, he said clearly, he doesn't know it was stolen money. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's right. difficult to hold him. This so, is a charge which is likely to fail.
2: <laughs> the first time I read, I read this, what caught my attention immediately and which I paid attention to and myself, I publicly you know, uh, acknowledged that this was important advice to the police. Was on page 8 where they say that it is important for the police to establish the ownership of the various amounts of money dishonestly appropriated to avoid any duplicity in the charges now we say a charge sheet is bad for duplicity and the law is clear that when a charge sheet is bad for duplicity and leads to miscarriage of justice, then that charge sheet cannot be the basis on which a conviction must be obtained. So when they say they want to avoid duplicity of charges, what do they mean?
5: Well, what are you charging them with? We see stealing in this case. Mm. Who has stolen what? If you are lumping two people together as stealing, and don't forget that there are different complainants in this matter. There is Madam Celia Rapa, and then there is her husband. Whose property has been stolen? And who stole the money? If you lump it together, and you bring the two people, the two accused persons as having stolen money, what have they stolen? Mm. Whose money have they stolen How much did each one of them steal? You need clarity on that. Otherwise, the charge will fail.
2: Right. So, um, Albert, our courts have said that um, in this case where there was a cement matter, uh, one of our favorite judges of blessed memory has said that the, actually the charge sheet ought to contain accounts. Yeah. But for economic purposes we are able to put a number of charges on one, one, cha, one charge sheet. But it must be distinct and clearly stated out. So the duplicity thing, that makes the charge bad for duplicity. What does it exactly mean? They, in this case, we are talking about where they say there was pilfering. Yes. So somebody stole X amount this day. Another stole X amount that day. The same person who sold 20000 today um, a month them. later, stole 50,000. Can you put all of that together and say stealing in respect of A1? 50,000. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
3: think, I think <laughs> that's that will be why the Athenian you know, General would have to come in. And, right. and most people do not understand. These are the technicalities mm. of the law. Mm. And one thing is if it is indeed true that these people have stolen one million ganasi plus all the other things that they have stolen dollars, definitely
4: dollars they are going to have
3: <laughs> a good defense attorney mm-hmm. to represent them. Right. One thing about law, if a defense attorney, which I am one, mm-hmm. is that you first look at the technicalities. All are
4: <laughs> three of us. The
3: <laughs> you, first, you first look at the technicalities of the law before you look at the merits. If you talk about the merits, the merits is who is guilty mm-hmm. and who is not. Mm-hmm. But if you have a technicality, you can get your, cha- your client out of the charges without even a single witness Testifying
4: exactly. in the case.
3: Because he presumed innocent. Exactly. So that is why, when a case comes before the police, and in this particular instance, I am surprised that the AG would say, We asked you to bring the matter to us for advice. And we we'll remit the docket back to the police to continue with the prosecution. Mm-hmm. If they are to continue with the investigation, I don't have any problem. But if they are to continue with prosecution, that is where I have issues. Probably they... So
2: you were hoping that they would
3: take
4: the whole yes, and it, do took the, took the prosecution? Yes.
3: Did the last sentence no, the, the, the says they are to continue, we are remitting back to so, you. So
4: they, they, that, they yeah, read it. Yeah. Um, your
2: blah, 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 yes. duplicate docket is returned mm-hmm. to you. To enable you to yes. comply with our directions. So, so and, and This is
4: how it is. Mm. If the Attorney General's office was satisfied that everything was okay, what they would do is that they will retain the docket and ask
1: you to do it, to to take the... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
4: Uh, charge caution statements. Bring back the charge caution statement and they will continue. If they return the docket back to you, it means that you are supposed to go back and do everything that they've said and then bring it back. So it isn't. It isn't that they are selling it back for prosecution. No, no, no. Then so there is a
2: possibility it, that in the end, the attorney general will say oh, the general we take over take the over, case. Because if
4: you look at the, this thing, mm. they have. A, in my time, they were not supposed. Police were not supposed to do prosecutions up to, I think, uh hundred thousand cities or so back then. Mm-hmm. So any matter above that amount limit is done by the state attorneys, even in the circuit court. Mm. That is why in the advice, the first thing they told was that looking at the amount of money involved, mm. they had no business starting the prosecutions at all. They right. were supposed to bring the docket to the attorney general's office for advice. Mm. So it kept reminding them mm-hmm. that there is a circular from the attorney general right. that um, any amount above a certain limit. And it is because of the fact that some of these prosecutions involve state funds. Mm. So, if, for example, if uh, the attorney general is in Accra, there may be somebody who has stolen money in, let's say, Navrungo, involving maybe a rural bank, and the amount involved may be 3 million, 4 million, $5 million, If the police mishandle the prosecution, the state will lose that money. Right. So there's always a limit on how much the police prosecutors are supposed to do, even though in practice they ignore it. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, so there's a line there. I just would pick that line okay. on the page for you right. and, and give you. while you go on with my, your?
3: My my, my has given the clarification mm. uh, because I, if if for not for that, I'll be very surprised. And I think probably the uh, teenager wouldn't want to get itself involved because mm. of the political Even just for advice right, people are raising issues. How much more
2: taking over the case? All right. For, so we're opening the phone lines now. You can join us with very brief questions because we have about five minutes to take your questions. Um, as my guests continue uh, to help you with understanding the role of the attorney general in prosecutions using this particular uh, case. Um, now, um, so, again, the, the, while the attorney general says, you know, we want to avoid duplicity, we don't
4: want to have a bad case, and then uh, so the people up, will win look, against look up us. Look at five. Look at it five. This is just to, it says, before proceeding to offer advice on the charges, Mm -hmm. we noted that even though the monetary value of this case exceeds 500,000 you have already taken charge statements from the accused person in this case and arranged them before court on various offenses without recourse to this office. Mm -hmm. This is contrary to the earlier directives issued to you by the Attorney General, dated 21st April 2023 20, to submit dockets on cases in which the monetary value exceeded five hundred thousand cities to this office for advice. Good. For advice. Yes. All right. So, so there's the, the 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 rule that it's always been there right. because of the fact that mm. because of the amounts involved mm. and. The fact that some of the amounts, in fact, a lot of times, the amounts actually belong to the state. Mm, and so if right. you are not careful have, with the kind of you have, advice. You have made
2: that yes. point. So the, 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 the circular to the police has been that, as the Attorney General says, has been that you don't prosecute a matter where the amount involved exceeds 500000 In this case, you are actually saying over a million, almost like $1.5 U.S. dollars in quantum. So, They didn't have the power to continue with it. That also tells you that the attorney general will take over this matter. Oh, yes, yes, it they don't will. Have no, no the it authority. will take over okay. this matter. So, when they, when they take over, people should not raise any questions.
4: No, 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 no. It, <laughs> will, it will actually take over the matter in mm-hmm. respect of the offenses right. that relate to it, relate outside the mandate of the. Okay. That's why I am looking ultimately at some cooperation between the Attorney General's Office and the Office of the Special Prosecutor okay. to ensure that there's not an overlap. Right. Now, now I
2: was coming to this point where uh, there's some curiosity that came up. That even though this happened in October of 2022, the uh, complainant and her husband, the two complainants, are uh, said... Cecilia Dapai is said to have made a complaint to the police on the 1st of Ju- July 2021. And then her brother, setting um, Henry, also came to make a confirmation of the fact that the money was in a box and it was uh, so on. On the 4th, the question is, by the time we are being told that they are making the complaint, the police had already done the investigations, retrieve monies, uh, seize houses, seize vehicles. How is that possible? That the 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 complaint that they filed is later in time to the investigations that have been done. Uh, so I get you on that, but I have NS on the line. Hello, NS.
5: Good afternoon, Samson.
2: Good afternoon. Quickly with your yes. question.
5: Something, but I don't have a question. I'm very, very happy about this uh, 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 education this afternoon. If all hmm. lawyers would speak the word of politics like you are doing, I think Ghana will go high. Thank you for the program. Thank, thank, you, thank you.
2: Ernest from Wasa Ekropong. Yes, uh, Obukadze, what do you say? I, I, said, um, I said that looked bizarre. What do you say?
5: Well, <laughs> you see it as bizarre, I think that it should be curious. I'm wondering on what basis the police got their investigations, retrieved money, retrieved assets, when there was no complaint. Because if you make an oral complaint, you go to the police station, very often the the complaints are initially oral. But then the complainant gives a written statement. And then if the police require the complainant to give some further statement after um, they commence their investigations, that may be done. So how did the police get to start yeah, investigation in this matter went to Tamale, went to Buram, all manner of places. What was the basis? Was okay. it just an oral complaint? I, I, I'm not it, sure what happened
2: here. And I come to me and to Albert again. Um, when the, the, she gives a complaint on the 1st and her brother comes to corroborate it on the 4th, there is the amended charge sheet on the 5th of July. So there was a charge sheet already going on. but By the 5th of July, it was amended. And then by the 20th of July, it was amended the second time. And the things the Attorney General has noted did not feature there, as in the separation of the money and everything. Um, yes, Justice, you are calling from too quickly. What's your question?
4: Okay, so, thank you for giving me the opportunity. The issue,
1: therefore, is that I want to find out if I have a legitimate document backing my land and somebody also
5: pretend to have the same land without a document can I proceed to court and win?
2: thank you very much you may go to court and see what happens but once you have a documentation that is prima facie in we say in law it suggests that you have shown evidence that you are the owner thank you but that's all we are discussing yes <laughs> yes so, um,
3: so, so, so I feel it depends on the reason so someone could go to the police station mm-hmm. make an oral complaint I have money in my house and I think it's missing. I don't know who sold it. So the police can go ahead, conduct, investigation. Who are the people living in their house? Let's investigate. Let's find out. So now the police decide to investigate each and every person. They find the first accused person with certain things which are fishy. They find prima facie, something to suggest that she has stolen. This is what we found. What do you have to say? Then I want to make a complaint against this person for stealing. Mm. So the investigations can happen before the person decides to actually make a complaint. The US, they call it press
2: charges. And there can be a charge sheet. In court, even before the date for the complaint. No, so you realize that the, the charge sheet was in court after the complaint, but the amended
3: charge sheet mm-hmm. was what occurred um, after the complaint. Yes,
2: a day later, after.
3: After the, the brother. brother had confirmed. So there was a charge sheet in court, mm-hmm. and the charge sheet
2: was based on the complaint. But after the brother confirmed, after the first charge sheet, there was another. No, the charge, charge sheet was not based on the complaint. Was the first of July? Yes,
4: but if he was there.
2: The so brother he, makes the confirmation on the fourth of, of July. July. The first amendment of the charge sheet happens on the 5th of July. So from first to fourth, there could be a charge sheet. No, you see that... There was a charge sheet before then. Before the the first? Yes. When the complaint was... Exactly, exactly.
4: But you see, the the interesting thing is also this. If a complaint has been made, once the complaint has been made, the the investigation process drives, and so that's it.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Our very last...
1: This week at Macy's, it's the perfect time to save on everything they need for back to school, like thirty percent off classic jeans and more from Levi's, and save fifteen to fifty percent off updates for every space. Now, during our big home sale, and save thirty-five to seventy percent off select fine jewelry. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members can earn rewards even faster during Star Money Bonus Days. See Macy's.com/star rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
2: Hola, Chief Musa. You're calling from Wale, Wale You have just 30 seconds.
5: Yeah, good afternoon, Tom and the panelists. Uh, I want to. Something is
2: bothering my mind. Your program is excellent. But what I want to know is that
5: if somebody has a specific amount you have to keep with you, Ooh. that's my question <laughs> in the house. Thank you very much.
2: You don't have a specific amount you have to keep with you, but that's not what we are discussing. Uh, What will be your final words as we close um, on the role of the Attorney General? And thanks for the explanations that you have given so far. I'm sure we have educated the public sufficiently. Uh, In some uh, 15 seconds, what will you say, Opoko The Attorney General is doing
5: what is expected of his office. Uh, We just hope that the public... Would, should have confidence in what we are doing unless there is reason to doubt from the actions of the Attorney General. Thank Let us allow them to be work.
4: Thank you very much, Nee. Well, I think that we are looking forward to the collaboration. You see, You That's the thing. The collaboration. So that the reason why the OSP's office was set up will actually be fulfilled. Yeah, because clearly there was a deficiency. Right. And that is why the office was set up. Thank you. Yes, right, sir, I'll, 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 I'll. I'll use my
3: last words to uh, reiterate the call. That the office of the Attorney General should be separated from the Minister of Justice. <laughs> the Attorney General should not be a politician. So, that at least that public perception of uh, politics would be out of the way for, of the
2: Attorney General. So, he can do his work as Thank a Thank you so very much. My guests have been Julius Okokwe Jay, and Co. Nick Papo Samwa Ado. Uh, of Ado, Ado legal attorneys he 's also a lecturer of the law. Albert Genfi is with Total Legal Services and he 's also a teacher of the law as well. i 'm Samson Layanini. This has been the law it 's your legal light it 's your health law. Have a good afternoon.